was a little, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't popping like it is now. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a rough day, I will say. However, you know, in that moment, I actually, they held a meeting. Like, and I say they, all of my white coworkers held a meeting for me to talk about how my hair was not professional. And so, no. oh yeah. <laughs> you really scheduled a meeting. They like sent a calendar invite and they were like, they scheduled the subject title like, hair. Well, not, not the title hair, but it's like professionalism. And I was like, oh cool, like I got this. I'm super professional, right? Cause that's what I thought I was showing up as. And then it turned into like a whodunit of sorts. And like everybody went around in a circle and was like, well, was it this? And was it this? And it comes to me, I was like, oh good. Like, I don't know what, and everybody it was like one of those moments where everybody's looking at you and you're like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> That was a clip from today's episode. I really hope you're enjoying it so far. Before we get into the full episode, just want to give a big shout out to you all for listening. Just want to say thank you and welcome to the King Tueres podcast brought to you by Plural. Today we have a very special episode with my friend Catalina Peña. Funny enough, Catalina and I, Catalina and I have only met in person once. Until this day, I don't really remember when that was. I think it was at a work event. Anyway, who knows? We've remained friends ever since whenever that day was. And I've always admired her for how outspoken she was about things like mindfulness, being a Latina, being a woman in tech, among other things. A little bit about Catalina. She's a recruiting professional who actually immigrated to the United States at the age of nine and found herself in the tech industry by complete accident. She's had a couple different roles in different tech companies, but since then she's actually established her own business in 2019 and she's helped get her clients over $150,000 in salary increases. And it's all about making their dream career a reality. Most importantly, she is a proud and orgullosa Afro-Colombiana. Let's just get into the episode. Here's Catalina. First of all, I haven't interacted with people in a long time. And then second of all, I just realized I get really comfortable with people real quick. And so like, (laughs) I'm like, this is not like me, like, you know, it's just, it's me just being me and like being really open and warm. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, because like last time we talked, I was like, you know, mad cool. And I was like, oh, I've only met him once. <laughs> like, only once. Like, chill. Like, yeah, that is who you are. And it's funny, whenever I, like, I was talking to Sam and I was trying to describe you and I was just like, she's just like this ball of positive energy. And it's just like, <laughs> it's funny, right? But then you go on your Instagram stories and, or like your Instagram feed and it's all about like, you're so vulnerable, which is like such an uncomfortable thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, about so many things, right? About mental health, about like uh, your place in like the work, your place in like uh, like corporate America, right? And now you're an entrepreneur, but then you also have videos of you just like salsa dancing by yourself <laughs> in the mirror, <laughs> right? But like there, but like uh, I think a way to describe you as well is just like you're so comfortable being your authentic self, right? Um, but I think a lot of people have so much trouble doing that and building up the confidence to do that because of their own like lack of self-confidence, but also the, uh, people just criticize them in the past for various reasons. Uh, maybe we'll start off there. Like what does being authentically yourself mean to you? Mm-hmm. So 
I love that question. And just pointing out, that was so smooth. That was such a smooth transition. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> um, but I just, I was like, gonna type it out. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna say it. Be my authentic self. Um, so first of all, thank you. Thank you for that. I think it's so, I think it's so interesting. And it's, I'm starting just now to get used to like understanding how the world sees me and how I see myself, right? And so the way that I see myself, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm just being me. And I never know if it's being quite received that way. Um, and I keep getting like, yes, like you're just being your authentic self and you're just having so much fun and you're just joy and you're just energy. And it's so interesting when that's like actually in alignment and you're like, oh, wow, like I am like really just being myself and then people are seeing me and not only that, but receiving it in such like a positive way. And that I think is such a gift um, because the because a lot of people spend a lot of time, especially influencers and people just spend a lot of time trying to be somebody they're not. Like they spend so much time trying to craft this perfect um, image of themselves. And obviously there, there comes a lot of thought, right? That does go into being an influencer and, um, you know, and starting your own business and being an entrepreneur and like having a voice and having a platform. There's a lot of thought you have to put into it. However, like a lot of people put a different tonality of who they actually are. And so I think that that's something that I want to break uh, the mold of because I really want to encourage people to just be themselves. Like you're not for everybody and you're not meant to be like, that's the secret because if someone doesn't like what you're putting out there, if someone doesn't like you, cool, that's awesome. That person doesn't like you. Guess who, guess who is going to like you, right? Uh, somebody else. And that might, that might be like their friend or that might be somebody who's never met them, right? But if you try to just create what you think people want, then people are gonna like see that and, and then not fuck with it, right? And so, sorry, can you cuss? <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I'm having a conversation. No, please curse, yes. <laughs> fuck shit, crap. Yeah, all that, go for it. Yeah, but like seriously, they won't, they won't believe, I, I don't think there's another way to say that, you know, they don't fuck with it and so, um, by really putting yourself out there and really what you want to like, what you want to be and who you want to, who you want to like portray. Right. And I, and I say that because if you do that, if you, if you really are thinking about, okay, like this is how I want to show up and it's consistent with who you are, then, then that's the foundation of you becoming and building your brand from the very beginning. Um, and it's going to take time and not a lot of people are going to notice at first. And then all of a sudden, a lot of people are going to notice like in the Latinos Who Brunch, um, uh, like pot or live that I did just now, you know, there was somebody like a CEO from a really big, or not a CEO, like a, a C something from a really big company that, that uh, you know, Ellie mentioned that was on the call. I was like, holy shit, what? Like, how are you here? And why are you here seeing me? But, but that's the thing. Like, and Ellie was like, oh yeah, I told him about you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow. And I wasn't even asking for that. I wasn't even, I never asked, you know, I never said any of that. And then I never talked to you about doing this interview or anything like that. Like people just will be noticing who you are and how you're showing up and really want to give you opportunities to share your story. Um, so I think that's, that's like the most important thing. I'm sure it wasn't always like that for you though. I'm sure at some point no. you were. You were... <laughs> yeah, I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm sure at some point you were, you were thinking like, no, not even thinking. At some point, you probably showed up into a space that you probably weren't that comfortable with, but you were like, mm -hmm. this is me, you know? 
I'm going to show up with my curly hair. I'm going to show up with my hoops, with however I present myself and I'm comfortable presenting myself. You probably had an interaction that was like, oof, maybe, oh. yeah, like, who are you, right? Like, I, I always give the example, I'm, I'm showing up to work all the time and people ask me how my weekend is or how my weekend was. And it's such a simple question, but instead of me saying I was out with my friends dancing, salsa, bachata, nothing illegal, just like having fun with friends. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, but like okay, something as simple as, you, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll leave that out. But but no, like something like not even illegal. But instead of saying that, I would just say whatever I heard from like leadership. If leadership said they were out on a yoga retreat, I was out on a yoga retreat. They went to Vermont. I went to Vermont for the weekend. Like I literally lied every single day, every single like Monday morning. And it's crazy. But like, wow. have you had those experiences too? Of just like oh. being someone else? Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Like, I, I'm like, give me a second to think, um, because I'm like, yeah, take your time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's like really powerful. And I think that, um, powerful that, that question, and then also you just sharing that and being like, I lied. <laughs> like I lied about who, who I was and how I was showing up. Um, actually, in the workplace, so that's why I actually, and so I can't relate to that specifically mm -hmm. um, from the perspective of like not showing up as myself. Um, so yeah, so in essence, I have been always like this, but not fully, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Okay. So I've had parts of myself. So I wouldn't necessarily lie, but I would, I would just not, not really interact with that banter at all. So in corporate America, like they want, you know, I feel like one of the biggest ways to get promoted is by going with leadership and, um, you know, doing drinks and doing this and doing that. And, and I just was like, I don't, I don't want to share that part of myself. I don't feel welcome. So I'm not going to go and I'm not going to, you know, do this or I'm not going to do that because I'm like, what do we have in common? Yes. Right. What do we, um, what can we share in this space? And I, I felt I didn't feel supported in bringing my whole self. And so I didn't. And so like at the beginning of my career, it, uh, one of the things that I did is, is straighten my hair. Um, well, just, you know, that's a whole other thing, <laughs> you know, being Afro Latina and wanting to, you know, be closer to like the European ideal of beauty and stuff, you straighten your hair a lot. Right. And so when I first started working, um, I would straighten my hair for every interview, every single interview. Um, and then one day I actually went into work and it was a little, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't popping like it is now. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a rough day, I will say. However, you know, in that moment, I actually, they held a meeting. Like, and I say they, all of my white coworkers held a meeting for me to talk about how my hair was not professional. And so, no. oh yeah. What do you mean they scheduled a meeting? They like sent a calendar invite and they were like, they scheduled a subject title hair. Well, not, not the title hair, but it's like professionalism. And I was like, oh cool, like I got this. I'm super professional, right? Cause that's what I thought I was showing up as. And then it turned into like a whodunit of sorts. And like everybody went around in a circle and was like, well, was it this? And was it this? And they come to me, I was like, oh, I'm good. Like, I don't know what, and everybody, it was like one of those moments where everybody's looking at you and you're like, what the hell is happening? Wow. And then it was like, well, uh, your hair. And, and so I say that and I share that story because like, that was like one of my first jobs. And so I just never, from that moment, I was like, I can't even bring my whole self to work. I can't be authentic in this space. And 
it felt so stifling sometimes because I was just like, I don't, I don't know how to not be myself. I don't know how to, how to not show up and, and like want to do this. And so it was really interesting because I was like, well, I'm going to take this job, but I know that like, it will require me to, to make certain sacrifices and not share myself in certain ways. So it's not exactly like hiding who I was, but it was definitely making that, um, negotiation with myself of being like you're not gonna be able to be you baby girl like are you cool with that it's like yeah they're paying me how much okay they're this brand okay and I think that that's something that a lot of people have to navigate is like what trade-offs am I making um when joining a company what trade-offs am I making when I'm doing a certain project or I'm working with certain people and I think that um as long as you know what your trade-offs are and are clear about them and are, are like okay with with those happening then that's okay the problem is that when or the problem is when you don't know what you're giving up and when you don't know that you're going to be forced into these situations that's when it gets problematic because then then you have to force yourself to lie and you have to like you know uh, come from a place of uh you know how can i fit in how can i better like just be here but not be me and and i think that's that's a conversation that that really needs to be had. It's like, how can you, instead of getting yourself into that situation where you have to lie, it's like at the very beginning, before even starting a project or, you know, going to a company or even like with friendships and stuff, you know, like ask yourself, like, do I feel like my full self? If I don't, am I cool giving up that part of myself that may or may not be able to show up in the space and then make a decision from there? Yeah. I that I mean first of all that is such a sad story and like we're laughing about it now to some extent because it's mm-hmm. it's been so long but that makes me so sad and it's and it's an experience that resonates with me and I'm sure a lot of people as well I've heard similar stories like not to the extent of people having a meeting but um I remember the times when instead of instead of lying about a certain story I would do something similar to you where someone would ask me and I'll just be like oh, you know, chill with the family and be like, period. And I wouldn't give any details or like anything. And then I had a conversation later with some of my white colleagues around like, why are you so closed off? Like, I thought you hated me. Mm -hmm. And it creates this dynamic of, to your point, like one way that people advance at companies is really through building relationships, right? To a certain extent, like we all have the same skills and all these things. It's really um, about the relationships that you build with senior leaders. And by closing up ourselves off, it's very difficult to do that, right? Um, and yeah, I had a conversation with some of my white colleagues and they were like, I thought you hated us. And I was just like, no, like I just didn't want you all to judge me, you know, mm-hmm. or, or I feared that judgment. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's so unfortunate. So how did, how did you get to a place where like you were there? Well, actually, I think a lot of, a lot of times, a lot of, um, a lot of instances where we suppress our identity or like an easy way to, um, an easy place to to call out was work, right? Because it's, it's an area where we aren't surrounded always by people that look like us or maybe like have similar experiences, right? The diversity numbers are out there in public. Um, I think I think one area where people don't talk about as much is in, with, with family and friends, mm-hmm. right? Especially in the Latinx community where there are such, there's such a wide spectrum of like skin tones and colors and hair types and like, all these different things, right? Like, was it the same experience with friends and family or did you feel more comfortable in that space? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So to be honest, I'm like, wow, we're getting deep. Like, is this, is this like a therapy session? No, but. Um, tell I, me if I'm going like too far or like, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like an open book in school. Um, yeah. No. So I think, I think with work, you're right. I think with work, you're like, okay, like this is what I'm doing. And that's really hard to do with friends and family. But I think that for me, my friends and family, um, fa- friends more than family, friends have become a safe space. Um, I think my family is amazing and I love them and they're really supportive, but we do have a lot of differences in how we communicate and how we view things. And so like around, uh, you know, identity and I identify as Afro-Latina, you know, my family doesn't necessarily uh, like understand what that means and why. Um, And, and so like, you know, my mom is white, my dad is black, even my black family doesn't necessarily identify. And so it's, that's, that's a really hard conversation to have. And so I'm just like, uh, in light of everything that's happening now, I'm like, you know, I'm always, I'm always pushing and being like, yeah, like, no, you're black and stuff. But, um, and I'm black, and, you know, pushing myself in those boundaries. But it wasn't always like that, right? And like, at the beginning, I would, I would just be like, is this worth it? No. And like now I think more than ever, it's just putting yourself in those situations and being like, okay, it might not be worth it, but it's also something that needs to be said. And I can no longer be silent about it. Um, because I think that's what, I think that's what helps you become really authentic to yourself is like, what are you, what are you not willing to overlook anymore because of who you are and what you stand for? And then that's going to tell you exactly how you need to act. I love how you mentioned earlier that like friends have become like a safe place for you. Um, and it has for me as well. And even the friends that I've built at work have been such a safe place. I remember my, I told you this story before, I think like my first year at Facebook, I literally cried like three months in because I didn't feel like I belonged there. I didn't feel like I would be accepted. I felt like I was being mislabeled and misunderstood. And it wasn't until I, I attended an event called Black Leadership Day where it was like a thousand employees, all black, all different levels of leadership and like individual contributors at the company where I realized like, oh shit, like there are people that work here that are being themselves and thriving at Mm -hmm. work. And like that representation is so important. And I think what you're doing um, and like that journey where you came from and like hiding yourself to like where you are now is so important. So like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, like how how did you how did you go from that journey as far as like where you were to like where you are now? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that's a super inspiring story, and I'm always like really inspired by people who have these amazing like supportive experiences at companies um, because I think there is a possibility to have a really great experience. Um, to be completely honest, I got fired and laid off three times, and I was like, cool. Awesome. And every time it was, and I was like, okay, well, if no one wants to work with me, I will work with me <laughs> and, you know, show up in my hoops and my camo and my hair and whatever, and make it up as we go along. Cause like there has to come a time or there came a time for me where it started with me being too much, like I'm just too much, like period. <laughs> like, and I say that from the perspective of them, and when I was taking it from other people's perspective, when people are like, you're being too much, you need to slow down, you need to, you know, focus on, on, th- on whatever your role at, at this place is, or you're shining too brightly, or, you know, you're unaware of people's insecurities, 
or you're too passionate or you're 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 taking a leap because you're too junior like these are things that have been said to me in my career um at different companies and I was like well shit like I don't know what like is it about my work it's not it's about me and so I started internalizing a lot of stuff and I started to be like well maybe I am too much or maybe I can't do it or maybe you know, I am like being really unaware of people's insecurities. And to be honest, like, I'm still struggling with that a little bit because like, I'm like, wow, I'm getting this feedback and I know it's not coming from a good place. So it must mean, or I, or I, well, I know it's not coming from a good place, but some of it must be true. So how can I like discern the truth from, from, from the, uh, from the intent, right? Like if the intent was to, um, to help me, it wouldn't have, been in maybe that way but how can I still let this help me and I think that it goes to when when people are like haters <laughs> say you know say shit like pay attention pay attention to it because they're actually giving you little gems of how some people perceive you and you can look at that and be like well how is this true or how is this not true or how is this inflated or how is it's not and then you can kind of start really being like wow okay so when I do this this it might be perceived as x y or z way that's cool which way do i want to be perceived and how am i showing up so that like the different scenarios are happening right so it becomes a really like clear reflection exercise of like um for example like the two junior statement or you know that you're too junior for this that's shown up a couple of times why because i look like i'm 16. <laughs> And I have this ball of energy and I come in and I'm just really like, like just in your face. And I'm sorry, you're 16. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. I do like, that's so crack, but like, honestly, like, I look like I'm 16. Like uh, for the first time when I was 16, I looked like I was like 12. So I'm very excited about this four year progression. Like I can <laughs> wait until the day that I look like I'm 25. Like, I'm like, yes, please. I'm so excited. Um, but I say that because, you know, that comment, right? I, I had to really be real with myself and I'm like, okay, well, you're being perceived by certain, uh, certain organ or certain leaders as not being, a, not being leadership material and not really being taken seriously. So I had two choices there. I had, okay, cool, change change my demeanor and be more serious or find people who want to hire me for me. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do the latter <laughs> and it's going to be harder because I'm not going to, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not going to work with everybody. I'm not going to work with certain brands because they're not going to see the value in hiring somebody who, who does bring a lot of energy, who does bring a lot of passion, who's able to energize people. Like they're not going to see that as a plus. So I have no business working with them. And so I think it's getting, it, that's why I say like your haters actually help you because they're able to point out things that you can decide whether are deal breakers for you when you're showing up to the world or not, right? And so this is like a continuous process because, you know, you want to make sure that you're always growing into a more authentic version of yourself. And like, I'm so glad that I like, I'm like, oh, I'm I like people perceive me and they're like, oh, you know, you're very, uh, you know, energetic and you're authentic and that's awesome because I'm being myself and at the same time I'm like how can I be more of myself how can I be more vulnerable how can I share more of my journey because at the end of the day what I want to do is really inspire people to to feel all their feelings to feel empowered in that journey and to do something that really uh you know 
makes them passionate inside it makes the impact while like enjoying themselves throughout the journey that's what I want to do so I'm like how do I continue doing that so that people know what that actually looks like you know and so it's a continuous journey for me too like I can be even more authentic you know and but it's also about having boundaries and being like what do I want to share um and does does what I'm sharing feel authentic to me as well because you can get caught into a trap where you are like I'm just I'm just basically putting out content and performing for people because they expect to see this from me. And so I'm like, no, like, that's why you see I'm good some days. I'm not good some days. Right. So. Yeah. I love that piece around, I forget the specific quote, but it's like haters shed light on what you're not comfortable with essentially. And they like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, And that's so true. I'm going to, I'm going to think more about how haters are hating these days. I mean, (laughs) I mean, it could be anything. We all have haters and they, they actually may show up as um, like in your family or in your friend group or, or something. And it might be really subtle. Like you might not be like, oh, that's not, it's not necessarily like a hater-ish thing. Um, but the thing is like pay attention who does show up for you in a way that feels supportive, right? And if your friends and if your family are not necessarily showing up for you in that way, um, you can be like, okay, like, then you do analysis of like, okay, what's going on? Like, what's happening in that situation? But if you have voiced this with them, and you have voiced this concern, and they continue showing up in a way that's unsupportive to you, you're like, oh, wow, unfortunately, I have that somebody that might be a hater in my life. And it's like, what do I want to do about that? Right? Um, Because not all haters are loud. A lot of haters are actually very silent. And it's actually very hard. Um, and so just taking that into account and being like, oh, wow, okay, speak up for how you want to be supported, speak up for how you want to want help people to help you grow. And then, you know, continue from there. I love that. I, I agree hundred percent. Like a lot of the, a lot of the comments of discrimination to hate isn't necessarily overtly just like out there in the open. And a lot of it is very subtle and even very hidden. Uh, I'm looking at the time too. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, so I'll leave you with this last question. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is something that really empowers you to be your most authentic self? It could be, well, I'll leave it at that. If you need more details, I'll, I'll share. Well, no, finish your question. I'm, I'm curious. Well, no, I was going to say for some people, it could be, um, you know, how they show up appearance-based. For some people, it's really just the work that they do and empowering others. For some people, it is... Um, seeing a piece of art every day of, of someone that is being their authentic selves. Uh, mm-hmm. It can be literally anything, but it's different for different people. Yeah, so that's a really great question. I love that. So I think that what empowers me uh, to be my most authentic self is to be the biggest mirror that I can to other people. Because I think in social media right now, in, <laughs> thank you, in, um, in like companies and and a lot of like people who are out there sharing you know you get a reflection but it's maybe like a shard and not a full mirror and i want people to be able to see that full mirror and be like wow i identify with that i identify with that i identify with that because if you're able to see somebody that you identify with and you're able to go back and be like wow i'm one not alone and two i can get through this too and then continue into your journey and in essence i'm just empowering you to continue doing you and continue doing the work on you that's going to help then help you help others and then like that's what really can uh, keeps me going. It gives me a lot of joy, right? Because I'm just like, 
oh wow, I can really show up in this way and help people think about themselves. That's amazing. Yo, be someone's mirror. That's gonna be that. That's gonna be the name of this. That's <laughs> so fire. I gotta put that on a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, I had a, I had a conversation with a friend about this and I want to just like elaborate on this a little bit more, but I know we're running out of time, but I just want to elaborate on this. So, you know, cause mirrors, mirrors really like show you and that's where you grow. That's where you can really see yourself. Right. And I just say like a lot of people can look like mirrors, but really be pieces of that mirror, be little, little shards and they can cut you. So like, if you're looking at somebody and it, it like, you just feel like, oh, they're a reflection and this and that. And like, really examine, like, oh, wow. Like, what is it that I'm identifying with? What is it that they're reflecting back? Because then you'll be able to see, oh, no, they're, they're a mirror and they're there to like help me and actually help me view myself fully. Or they're only showing me one part of myself and allowing me to only focus on this one part and not on the whole picture or in the whole like vision. Yeah, that, that, is my, <laughs> no, no, I appreciate that because that really resonates with me and it, and it brings me back to my experience at Facebook when I was having a tough time and then I went to Black Leadership Day and I saw all these people of color that were just thriving at Facebook and I didn't necessarily look exactly like them, but each one of them sort of brought something out that I was like, wow. I mean, yo, it was so simple as, uh, uh, they were like executives up there, like VPs or like even people at my level and swag surfing came on. Oh, oh. yo, yo, and I was oh like, God, I haven't swag surfed in so long. That was so cool and so sad. I'm like, I forgot how to dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, I fuck with hip hop. Like, I fuck with it. And to know that someone fucks with hip hop and is like a VP at this company, it was just dope. And like, we may not have looked exactly alike. Um, but there was like a certain piece of that, right? Or it was someone sharing their experience and I was like, oh, wow, like that's exactly what I'm going through. So I love that piece. And it's so important, the work that you're doing with your company. And I'll share more information on the posts and, and the various links that, that I'm going to, that I'm going to, that I'm going to post on like social and all these places. But it's so important because it's not just about being your authentic self. Because that's, I think, the first step in the journey. Mm -hmm. I think the next step is really putting that into place and identifying your authentic self, like, but also identifying some of your strengths and like, how can you bring all of that and package that together so that you can thrive in whatever workplace that, 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 um, that you're in. So mm -hmm. I love the work you're doing and I'm going to post a bunch of that and mm -hmm. please continue to do what you're doing. You're a mirror for me. You're a mirror for so many people and just, that. just keep shining. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I love that a lot. And I'm so thankful for the space. And I love this conversation. These are exactly the conversations that need to be happening. People need to, you know, uh, just kind of let everything down, like let their guard down and just show who they are. And like with that, you'll, everything will start coming to you. <laughs>